0: Good day to my audience. I am Marilyn Robert, founder of Seven Mountains Kingdom Voice. Seven Mountains Kingdom Voice broadcast is designed to equip and teach on how to influence and occupy the Seven Mountains. The Seven Mountains are Religion slash Christianity Mountain, Family Mountain, Education Mountain, Media Mountain, Marketplace Mountain, Government Mountain, Entertainment slash Art Mountain. Tune in with me on Anchor.fm for a time of equipping and gaining knowledge how to occupy and influence the seven mountains. I am Marilyn Robert Seven Mountains Kingdom Voice Broadcast Host. Enjoy the rest of your day. Good day to my audience. I am Apostle Marilyn Robert, host of Seven Mountains Kingdom Voice Podcast. Who are we? We are Kingdom Voices that brings glorious transformation to all spheres of influence. The Seven Mountains Kingdom voice is designed to equip and teach on how to influence and occupy the Seven Mountains. Our today's discussion topic is centered around unveiling domestic violence in the Seven Mountains what are the seven mountains the seven mountains is about christians retaking the domain of society where we no longer have influence let me give you a list of the seven mountains we're going to start with the first mountain religious mountain i would like to rename that mountain as religious slash christianity mountain Your next mountain, seven mountains, family mountain, education mountain, government mountain, media mountain, marketplace mountain, entertainment mountain. Today, our discussion is going to be centered around unveiling domestic violence in the seven mountains. Let's talk about domestic violence. Domestic abuse is a pattern of force, controlling behavior that is unwelcome life-threatened crimes, affecting people in all our communities regarding of gender, age, sexual orientation, race, religion, and social standing. I like this one here. Abuse is not love. I'm going to say that again. Abuse is not love. It is one person in a relationship having power and control over other person, over the other person. This sounds like witchcraft. It is the spirit of Jezebel. It is the spirit of control. Domestic violence take takes many forms. Physical physical, emotional, economic, stalking, and harassment, and sexual. Let me make a pathway today for my guest speaker. We want to get our guest speaker on our platform, get her up so that she can begin to speak. Let me introduce my guest speaker today, Dr. Pamela Heal. Dr. Pamela Hills is the founder, she's the founder of Psalms 27 Incorporation. She also stands as a domestic violence advocate for Psalms 27. Let's move to the next phase of our podcast. I call it, Let's Speak. You have a voice. Let's welcome Dr. Pamela Hills to tell her story today. She has a good story. She has a voice. So let's sit back and listen to her story. Sit back and be healed. Sit back and be set free. However, the Lord wants to move upon your heart today. Just open up and receive. Welcome, Dr. Pamela Hill, to tell your story. Good day, Apostle Marilyn Robert.
1: Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm excited. I'm extremely excited about being here. Um, This is my first podcast. And I thank thank you and I thank God for allowing me to be here. I'm only gonna tell you a part of my story because it's a long, long story. But let me start when I'm about three and a half years old or four, maybe four years old, living with my parents, my mom and my dad in St. Albans, New York. And we were pretty okay living in St. Albans. There were four of us and one on the way. My dad runs into the house one day. Remember now, I'm four years young, I'm four years old. He runs in the house and my mom runs to him and says, what's up? And he says to her, um, the cops are after me, but don't let him in. Don't let them in the house. You don't know where I am. I'm not here. So I looked out the window and it was this Mr. Softy truck was out there. Ice cream. What little girl doesn't want ice cream? So I looked at my father and I said, uh, CT, can I have an ice cream? I called him CT because my mother called him CT. So I called him CT. And he said, no, you can't have an ice cream. Hmm. I looked at the truck. I looked at my dad running into the back room. I waited on the police. I did. I'm I'm four. I'm four years old. No ice cream. The police knock on the door. I open the door and I point and say, he's back there. (laughs) They go and get my dad. He's handcuffed. He's chocolate. He's handsome. But my daddy is handcuffed. He doesn't say anything. He walks out the door. Now, remember, I'm four years old and I see my father handcuffed. That's the last image I have of my daddy. Handcuffed, And I believe with everything in me that I did that because I told them where he was. He had, been, he had been gone for quite a while. However, we moved out of the house that we were in. Mom is pregnant with the fifth child. We move into Brooklyn, a place that I've, I've, I didn't know about. I don't even know if she knew about it. It was different. Life as we once knew it would never, ever be the same. When my dad was home, my mom did not work. She stayed in the house and she raised her children. Now mom is leaving the house. She's leaving in the house in the middle. She's leaving at the house in the nighttime. Now mom is bringing men into the house. I didn't know my mom could fight. My (laughs) mother could fight. I I peeked out of my, my bed. I heard arguing. And I peeked in the room, and I looked, and this man was choking and beating my mom. I could do nothing. I've never seen anything wow. like that before in my entire life. Well, my mom is fighting. She is. He's licking, she's licking. She's fighting <laughs> in words I have not heard. I've not heard the language that they were using. But this man beat my mom, and my mom beat that man, he would leave couple of days would pass or whatever would happen and this, is, this, this was the pattern. This was the family mountain. This was the pattern of what we were going through. Again, life as wow. I once knew it would never ever be the same. My mom gave birth to my younger sister. And now remember, I'm four and a half now, I'm probably going on five. I learned how to take care of my siblings. When mom wasn't home, it was my responsibility. Whatever was in the refrigerator, I had to memorize. And, and, and see how she would set the table or just fix the food for us. There was no setting, no table. My mom was always on the run and every other day it seemed like, and it would be the same thing. It would be fighting, it would be cursing. And to the point where I would hide my siblings, I would hide my sisters and brothers to keep them from hearing the noise. We would be in the closet with blankets over us because we didn't want to hear the noise. I didn't fully understand what was going on because she would say those were our uncles. Wow. I'm a baby boomer. Uncles. What happens in the house stays in the house. Wow. I witnessed my father leaving. And the story goes on. We would end up in foster care where I was sexually abused in my foster home that I was in. Social workers back in those days, they didn't fully... uh, uh, How would I say this? They didn't investigate like they should have. This child needed a place to be. I was separated from my siblings. Mom went one place, the children went the other place. I'm in a home by myself. Make a long story short, in this first foster home that I went in, which is in Soho in New York, I witnessed a little girl being burnt, boiled almost in a bathtub. Wow. And I was next, I was next. The only thing I remember how my mom could fight so I knew I had to fight this lady to keep from falling in that tub. What a Apostle Marilyn, it had to have been the grace of God. I was screaming and screaming and screaming. But my feet are dangling over this hot water. The baby is in the tub. Her mouth is open. She's not saying anything. There was no scream or anything. I've never heard this child talk anyway. But again, I'm pressing on toward where I need to go with, with my story. Yes. Um, uh, a man knocks on the door. Well, he breaks the door down because I'm screaming. He sees her. He punched this lady, okay? I should have fallen in the bathtub. Well, let me tell you something. When there's grace on your life, when there's a purpose, a plan, and a will for your life, God will have an angel lift me, lift me up and put me behind the toilet. Now, in those days, we didn't have these modern toilets, but the toilet was adjacent from the wall and you can actually be behind the toilet. He took the little girl out of the tub and this is where he made his mistake. He put Lod. On her skin. When you say lard, is that cooking grease? Cooking grease. Okay. A Big, big white gob of cooking grease. Okay. The child never opened her mouth. Her mouth is open, but there were no words. No words. Wow. I'm sitting behind the toilet and I'm watching him. He put her in a, um, a, 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 a blanket, but when he put her in the blanket, you can smell the hair of this blanket and he wrapped My her in the God. blanket. They called the, the, the paramedics, they came. They, they ministered to, 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 this, to, to this child, and they said, we have to take the blanket off of her. I'm watching this, and I'm watching the skin, and I'm watching this, and I'm shaking. They realized that I was behind, and they they tried to console me. Pressing forward. Father's locked up in jail. Mother has, we have more uncles than months. Mom is going through. I'm taking care of the children.
0: I This child gets burnt in the bathtub. I go to another foster home. Dr. Hill, let's stop right there. Let's start right there. I have a quote. I want to just shine some light around this area and strongly um, what you are describing in your story. Um, This is um, the family mountain, domestic violence in the seven mountains. You said something so key, um, so key. And we often hear this word in many homes that are being um, 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 where there is abuse, domestic violence. You said this here. What happens in the ho- in the home stays in the home. This word here, these words here, we hear this often in domestic violence home. Now we need to sh- we need to um, stay focused and shine some light in this area because there may be some of you all out there in um, in our audience have heard these words in your atmosphere in your home, or you may have been the one that spoke these words in your atmosphere. What happens in this house? I have heard these words before as well so many times. What happened in this house stays in this house. So therefore, if there is abuse in this house, it stays behind these closed doors. So can you imagine how this, only these words alone, these words alone can traumatize, can do some damage in a child's soul. Not only just a child, but... Um, a human, a person, because what's in their head and their thoughts and they take it to their next generation or they take it to their next marriage or their, their, you know, their, the next person who they're with or in relationship with, what happens in this house stays in this house. That's the power. This is also we're seeing the powers of words. The Bible says that there's life and death in the power of our tongue. And it is amazing how this word can just, oh wow, just follow us. You understand? And paralyze us, like it says. It It can follow us from generation. My mom said this, um, what happened in this house, you don't take it to school, you don't take it outside of this house, or your dad said, what happened in this house stays in this house. Now, another area you said as well so another word you said as well you said that you recognize um, in your household growing up in the family your family mountain you recognize a pattern there's another key word pattern you recognize a pattern of abuse. And so, therefore, when there is a pattern of abuse, it looks like to me like the child is already really prepared and know what's getting ready to happen next. Is that, um, is I'm correct with that?
1: Apostle Marilyn Robert, you are 100% right. You do better when you know better. Yes. When you learn better, you do, but there was no teaching. When my mother said to us, to to me... What happens in this house stays in this house. My voice was shut down. Wow. Wow. I had no mic. There was no mic for me to verse anything. I'm afraid of my mother now because I've never seen her fight with dad. But I see her fighting with men. Her whole attitude changed. So therefore, my attitude changed. I took on what I believe my mother should have taken on with being the mother hen to hand over my brothers and my sisters. Wow. I took, but it was almost like a natural thing to do to get them away from hearing this noise because we
0: didn't even talk about it as children. Wow, we did not talk wow. about it. Wow, let's let's take a Q and A Q&A question break. I'm gonna a, a question and an answer break. I'm gonna shift my answers or my questions around um, because I just feel that the Holy Spirit wants to just continue to flow in this time of discussion. Uh, my first question that I have for your prophet is um, Dr. Pamela Hill. I'm used to calling you prophet as well as Doc. But um, Dr. Hill, my first my first question, well, it is now my first question. It was my second question. <laughs> so I'm going to put it as my first question. What are your concerns in reference to domestic violence in the Seven Mountains?
1: My first concern, Apostle Marilyn, is when we talk about the Seven Mountains, like you said, it's influence, and we, the church are supposed to have the influence over this mountains because the Bible tells me in Genesis that God said, have dominion, have authority. And I feel that the church, that the people have lost the authority that God given authority to take, I won't say take control, but help shape, yes. help shape the mountains, help shape who we are. If you look at Can we stay with the family mountain for a moment? Yes. With the family mountain. The Bible says to train up a child in the way the child should go. Now, let's just say hypothetically, there may have been a grandmother who was always in church. Okay. Had she been in that family, I'm pretty sure more more times than less that she would have had the children go to Sunday school or she herself would have talked to children. But because my mom left her hometown and came here. There was no such thing really as a family not, or a family because she was sent away from her
0: family. Wow.
1: She was sent back in those days if you got pregnant in the South they send you to the North. Wow. So she came to New York and she had my brother. So when she met my father my, my brother was a, then, then, it, then it's me. Okay. There was no cohesiveness there because she didn't know how to raise a child. She didn't know. She knew that her family was dysfunctional. So now she's in that so now her family is this, is dysfunctional. This was she doing the best she could? She was but there was no nobody to say this is the family. This is what a family is supposed to look like. A family is supposed to pray together. A family, a family is supposed to stay together. There should be some kind of spiritual something spiritual a religion and we didn't grow up like that.
0: Wow. we did Wow. That. Let me I just feel led in my spirit to um to speak to our audience, just to speak into um, the life of those that are listening to this podcast, our audience. Um, Dr. Pamela Hill said, um, she spoke these words here, and it just stuck out in my spirit. Shut down your voice. We're still dealing with the seven mountains, um, well, the family mountain at this time, and when she, when she was giving us some insights in reference to what happens in this house, stays in this house, those very words that were spoken over her as a young child, what happened in this house, stays in this house, shut down her voice. There may be someone out there in our audience that is listening to this podcast, has, uh, has, has experienced, um, being in a domestic violence atmosphere. And you may feel that you don't have a voice. We are here to, 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 to serve notice on the enemy that has silenced your voice not only just serve notice but destroy the powers these demonic word powers that was sp- that was spoken in your atmosphere when you was a young child and so today we stand in faith agreement in Jesus name. We, we command every word, every spoken word that was spoken in your atmosphere as a young girl, as a young child, we speak to those demonic words and we command those words and those powers, the powers of those words to be broken out of your soul in the name of Jesus, to be broken out of your hearing in the name of Jesus. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, we loose you from these demonic words that were spoken in your family atmosphere when you was a child. These words were as, what stays in my house, what, what is spoken in my house stays in my house. What happens in my home stays in my home. That power is broken It's broken out of your soul in the name of Jesus Christ. We lose your soul from that atmosphere. The hand of the Lord, cut your soul from that atmosphere in the name of Jesus Christ. And we release the shalom, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding in your soul, in the chambers in your soul, in your mind, your will, and your emotions. We declare and decree a peaceful atmosphere in the name of Jesus Christ. And I sense in my spirit as well that um, that 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 at, at the ending of this broadcast, this, this podcast, we're going to also deal with that spirit of anger as well. That spirit of anger as well. And so we're going to continue to move on through this podcast and just continue to listen in to um, unveiling domestic violence in the Seven Mountains. And I'm going to put the mic back in Prophetess Pamela Hill's hands um, so that she can continue to just flow and minister to us in this area. The mic is back in your hands. I receive that mic. <laughs> I
1: take the mic because I have a voice. Hey Amen. Apostle Marilyn when you were um decreeing and declaring. May I say this? That I decree and declare that that silent generation. Ah, come on here. That silent generation yes. that taught us yes. that what stays happens in the house stays in the house. I loose you now. You are free now because you just did not know better. We forgive you. We forgive you. But because of that, we now have a voice. Yes. So those burdens, those heavy burdens, are lifted from you, and the generations before you. Apostle Marilyn, we're talking about we were talking about the family um, mountain. In my travels, uh, uh, in foster care, here, here's where it gets a little exciting. Like I said, at four, I end up going into a pastor's house. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm heading into the religious mountain now.
0: Okay. So I
1: end up going into the pastor's house. They couldn't touch me. They couldn't put no water on me. They couldn't run no water in the bathtub. And
0: at this time, you're you're, a foster child. I'm a foster foster. child. I
1: I left that house where the baby got burnt. I'm now going to another house, Okay. but it's in Long Island. It's a big house. It has a picket fence. It's everything you could think of a big Christmas tree. Cause it was around Christmas time. I'm in awe, but don't touch me. Mm. Okay. Don't, don't tell wow. me to take a bath because that's not going wow. to happen. It took time for them to get there. But because I really believe this because they were in the faith and because they understood train up a child, they began to train me up as if I was their own child. I thought I was a preacher. I listened to the pastor when he was preaching Daniel in the lion's den But he would never get him out. It would take him too long to get him out. But I remember telling him one day, when I preach, I'm going to get Daniel out of the lion's den in a hurry because you keep him in there too long. What was happening? I was being shaped now by the religious mountain. I began to learn principles. I began to learn that that God loves me. No Mm -hmm. matter what I did, God loves me. My mother would visit, she would visit, and eventually I would go back home. But my foster father said to me before I left, he says, Pam, remember this, you can ask God anything, anything, and if you believe it, God's going to give it to you. That's a whole new story, because I took what I could from the religion and from the Sunday schools, and I would teach my brothers, I would teach my, my siblings, but my mother wouldn't listen. She wouldn't sit there. It gave her more authority and power to leave the house now because I had the attention of my brothers and my sisters, so therefore they would listen to whatever I said so she can continue to go out. The abuse continued, Apostle Marilyn. It did continue, but I had a sense of there was a God that was still watching over us. I didn't know why he would allow some things to happen, but I have a voice now. You gave me the mic, so I have a voice now. And when sometimes you go through the pain, you go through the pain, why? So you have the voice. When they give you the mic, you have the voice, and now you be- you can begin to speak. Not so much about the hurt, okay? Not so much about the pain, but the reality of what mm. exactly happens wow. when you don't, ha- when you can't govern your mountain, when you can't uh, um, speak life into your life and into your siblings' wow.
0: life. Wow! 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 That is very, very powerful. Very powerful. We're going to go ahead and move ahead. Let's. Let me ask your question, um, Dr. Hill. What is your What is your concerns and your take in reference to unveiling domestic violence in our education mountain?
1: In the education mountain,
0: Apostle Maryland. And I'm
1: I'm so grateful that I'm in the area where I have two schools by me and, and your son went to one of the schools and I was yes. the intercessor at that particular school. My, my concern is this, that we are, we are raised in the church. We are raised in the church and we're told that we have gifts and vocations and, and God has given us so much, but we stay in the church. Mm. We, don't, we don't move outside of the church. Where are the teachers that, that are filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Now, I know there are rules and regs because of what they set for the schools. You can't pray in the schools anymore. But Apostle Marilyn, there comes a time when you can pray in your spirit over your classroom. Where are those those teachers who are praying, who are calling down as it is in heaven? So let it be on earth. Again, my favorite scripture is train up a child. They know that scripture. So train the children and lead by examples. I believe teachers and, 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 and anything, in the, everybody in the educational department, if there was more of us and less of them, we would have, I'm gonna use the word total control, meaning, we would be able to, to, our children would be smooth sailing. Everything is not going to be perfect by, by no means. But we need to be seen in the educational department. We need to be able to even um, have some input on the curriculums and what we're going to teach our children. We need to be able to um, stop and break. Yes. Now, it is coming back to some some schools. Why? Because the intercessors are praying because we are praying. So we are seeing we are seeing improvements in our schools. But I do believe that the church, the religious mountain and the school mountains, in fact, all the mountains are need to be more cohesive.
0: Yes. And the area of um, I'm just going to piggyback off of um, um, Dr. Hill's um, insight and concern in reference to um, the education mountains. Uh, when it comes to domestic violence, um, unveiling the domestic violence in the education mountain. Um, you know, we have our children, our children, our students in some of these schools. I'm going to use for an example um, with my son, Issachar. Um, I remember when he was in middle school, Isaakar came home to me, and he used to tell me about um, this little friend that he had, was a young um, a young boy, a friend of his. But Isaakar used to always say, "Mama, I have to make him talk. I have to start a conversation um, in order for him to engage in the conversation." And Isakar said, "Mama, I notice as well when I try to give him a snack or when I try to give him a dollar or two, he's very frightened to take the money. He's afraid to talk." And I remember saying to Isakar, "I was saying, Isakar, just be very easy and gentle with him. I sense in my spirit that there is um, some type of abuse that is taking place in the home, in the, in this child's home." And so, in reference to the education mountain, I would say that also we need to, we as Christian parents, we need to, um, Christian parents that have children and grandchildren in school, and not only just children and grandchildren in school, if we are centered around children that does attend school, we need to pay attention to when they come to us and speak about their friends and what's, you know, how their friends acting and what is taking place with their friends and how their friends get into so much trouble and things like that. We need to pay attention to those types of behaviors Um, because it is a possibility that there may be domestic violence in their atmosphere. And so, therefore, when they come to school, which is the education mountain, we begin to see so many children retaliate with such anger um, behavior, such violence behavior. And it's a possibility, the reason why those behaviors are that way, is because of they are in an environment at home, in an environment at home, um, a domestic violence abuse environment in their homes. I believe when it comes to our education mountains unveiling domestic violence in our education mountain, I believe it starts with the family mountain. Mm-hmm teachers um um teachers that are that that is in an abusive atmosphere or being ab- abused, they most likely they will display or you will see that behavior also in our school um, among our children among our children and so this area here is very very important we have to pray for our education mountain. Also discerned, discerned, we have the discerned. And we teaches our children how to discern, where they will be able to discern these types of behaviors. And, you know, just like with my son, car came back and communicated with me in reference to what was taking place with his friend. And so um, we have to discern what is happening in our education, our educational um, 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 mountains in the area of unveiling, unveiling domestic violence. We also see, whereas there's in our education mountains, um, sexual violence, where young girls and young boys are being um, abused sexual um, by teachers. And so we look at it that this behavior, these, it starts somewhere. And I believe that it also starts, it triggers from this, the family mountain. It triggers from the family mountain. As well as in our governmental mountain, we do see um, a loss of um, domestic violence. In our government mountain, we do see it as well in our entertainment mountain, the marketplace mountain, um, the media mountain, we see much domestic violence. Um, all that we see in these mountains, we have to come forth with solution, with a solution in the area of unveiling, um, domestic violence in these areas. Um, we can just say for an example, um, you know, in our education mountain, we have we hear of school shootings. Mm-hmm. These young children come forth um, with a there's a murdering spirit that has governed the soul of these young people that comes forth and um, and conducts such violence. And so again, it's a possibility these behaviors starts from a domestic violence atmosphere. Prophet Dr. Hill, I'm going to put the mic back on, back into your hand because I'm looking at you look like you have something a lot, lot more in you to say in these areas of the, um, the seven mountains when it comes to unveiling domestic violence in these mountains. And
1: Apostle Marilyn, and thank you again, um, again, the Bible says physicians heal thyself. With the domestic violence in, 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 in these seven mountains, we have people, um, like like you were saying, they're still in it, mm-hmm. you know, they, 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 they're still modeling that type of behavior. If a child comes to a school with a gun, nine times out of 10, it's the parent's gun. So there's something, like you said, there's something else going on in the home. It's, it's my belief that the, the teachers and those in authority, um, they're gonna need even more training. Okay, and, and and realization that I am the abuser mm-hmm. okay this is what I do when I look at another child instead of healing that child and helping that child nine times out of ten they will also abuse the child it was it was by the grace of God that Issachar saw the young child and he was able to speak to the child but can you imagine okay you being uh, an abused child the teacher is, is abused and and he sees your weaknesses if it's a man I'm gonna say it this way okay and then he then he begins to abuse you yes,
0: um, and my take, and how I positioned myself when Issachar came to me in reference to his friend um immediately I became the intercessor um for the young boy i never to this day never seen his face, but I became the intercessor to intercede for um this young boy, this young boy and um that was attending in his school. Let us continue to move forward. I, we do have a lot more to discuss and, and touch on as well. Let me just ask you a question as well. Let me give you some. What are your concerns and take in the area of Entertainment Mountain when we talk about unveiling domestic violence um, in the Entertainment Mountain? There is a lot that is dear, a loss of domestic violence in the Entertainment Mountain One of the things I would say quickly before you take the mic, what I see, which we will also talk about also um, economic, how domestic violence is tied to the economic, um, the finance, you know, the financial side as well. But in reference to the entertainment, um, what I see, I see the spirit of mammon. The spirit of mammon, this spirit that rests upon money. Wow, um, in the entertainment arena, we have especially those that um, that have become wealthy in this industry. Um, if these if these um, entertainers um, have you know been in a domestic violence atmosphere as a child or 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 As an adult, they will also experience and see this domestic violence take place even in their careers, in their careers. Um, when you look out on the, when you look out, you know, on TV, television, in reference to the entertainment, you see, whereas these wealthy entertainers are married, and, and they just continue to abuse, um, abuse each other, um, domestic violence among them, abuse each others, and we see a lot of divorces, and they move on to the next, and so we just continue to see, and the entertainment um mountain um this domestic violence is i would say it's like a traveling spirit it travels it travels because these people move from one relationship and to another relationship another thing that i would say in reference of the domestic violence in the entertainment as well they get they know how to wear the mask very well they're
1: actors they
0: are actors and so they know how to wear the mask very well. Um, they know how to cover up very well as well. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Hill, I would like for you to just um, um, piggyback from what, um, what what was in my spirit or whatever that is in your spirit. Just bring it forth um, centered around this entertainment mountain because domestic violence is um, very high in this mountain. That's a getaway. That's a runaway. You know I oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's a getaway, runaway. It's a getaway runaway, and a runaway. I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> I'm
1: going to be a director. I'm going to oh, I can do exactly what I want to do. I like that because I'm the actor, I'm the, the the director. I have the money. Money talks. Yes. Money talks and money will keep you quiet for a little while. Okay? And and this is how this is why they move on from one wife or one man to the next man to the next to the next to the next, to the next because it's a game. It becomes a game. It becomes a um uh, you don't want me, I'll just go to somebody else and, and beat her or beat him or whatever the case is. It, the, the whole thing becomes a stage of Maryland. Wow. It's one big stage. This is where we are and this is what we're going to do. I have the money and I have the power. And if you don't like it, you can leave. However, where is that intercessor in the entertainment ma- mountain? Where are those that grow up in the church, that actually grow up in the church? And they are entertainers themselves. Meaning they 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 can sing, you know, we, we got them. They, 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 can, they can sing, they can, they uh they have uh, charisma, they have presence, but they love the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: need more people, more church people. You say church people, spirit-filled, spirit-filled believers, spirit-filled believers, Holy Ghost-filled, five baptized, yes. apostolic. Born again Christians in the entertain entertaining um, um, arena.
0: Yes, yes, and I will also say this too. Um, um, we as born again believers in Christ, um, if you feel that drive, even though if you're not, if you don't have a career in the industry. Um, in in any of these mountains here, if you don't have a career, you can't, um, God can, God will give you grace. He will grace you to, um, stand as an intercessor and intercede for, um, these people that are, that are working in these industry. Your intercession can shape these mountains. Your intercession can bring a change in the lives of people in these mountains, um, for God's glory, and so therefore, you know, you, you're you the behind-the-scenes um, person that is shaping the mountains, nobody knows you, you're that little woman that stays in your bedroom interceding, and so to those out there in our audience, in the Seven Mountains Kingdom Voice, um, our audience today, if you're out there and you're saying, wow, what can I do, you know, um, just uh, so just, Position yourself and allow God to give you that grace. Take on a zeal um to say, Hey, I'm going to stand as I'm going to intercede for these mountains. I'm not called. I'm listening. I don't see that I have a calling in these areas or I have, you know, the ability to work in any of these areas or whatever, but you can intercede. You can pray for these seven mountains as well. Um, again. <clears throat> Our topic today is unveiling very sensitive, um, very very heartfelt topic, unveiling, unveiling domestic violence in the Seven Mountains. We're going to move along because we do have a couple more pointers. We are going to be coming back for a um, a, a a second um cam- a, a second I would call it a campaign. Um, a campaign um, podcast in the area of unveiling seven unveiling domestic violence in the seven mountain. We will be back on this platform again, but let us continue to, we're going to just continue to move forward, move forward with our next question. Our next question that I have is um, very heartfelt to me. Um, um, because pain to me does have a voice, pain does speaks out. Um, I have a question for Dr. Pamela Hill. What does pain look like when pain has a voice? And it is a very, very good question. Even in our church, our churches today, um, in the family mountains, religious mountains, education mountains, government mountain, media mountain, marketplace mountain, and the entertainment mountain, we do see whereas pain in those mountains has a voice and it does speak. And so I'm going to put the mic back in um, Dr. Pamela Hill's um, hand. What does pain look like when pain has a voice in these mountains?
1: Apostle Marilyn, when pain has a voice, pain is an advocate. Oh, that is good. Pain is an advocate. When When you watch and you see and you've gone through and you have gone through your pain and you've kept quiet, there comes a time when you take the mic and you take the mask off the mic and you go for it. You become the advocate that says, I, I speak against this, these things. Wow. These, these, these things should not be permitted. And they will not be permitted on my watch. Uh, it seems like sometimes I'm very passive about certain things. But I have a passion, a passion, a passion for women becoming free. I am the 20th century Harriet Tubman. I, 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 <laughs> you know, the Bible says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And I often think God is talking directly to me. Oh. Okay why because to lose my voice can lose and I know it can mm-hmm. okay my the fervency the indignation that I have when I see somebody being abused if I'm sitting in the church I know I know the woman, I know the women in there when I walk through the airport I know the women that have gone through something it's the pain, it's the pain. It's not the scars of the pain. It's not that, that the hurt that, that people think it's that kind of hurt. It's the pain because I went through it and I got
0: through it. Wow, that's in powerful. order
1: and in order for me to understand it, I had to have the pain. Watching my mother, watching her her friends and watching what we have gone through and being raped and molested and, and, and my, my, my own self. I'm not bitter by no means because it's that it's it's the pain that shaped me to be who I am today. That it's the pain powerful. that keeps me running. It keeps me it makes me it makes me can I use the word wild? I'm yeah. wild about if I had a pony I'd be riding the pony, okay, <laughs> trying to get to the next person why? Because I'm different. I'm so different from from those that are out there and they have their tribe and you have your tribe and they have their tribe, but we all have a tribe of people who God has called us to 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 mentor Mm-hmm. To pray for, to advocate for, and I believe everything that's in me because he, I, I got allowed it. He he knew he knew the guy wasn't gonna kill me, <laughs> though you had you had your, your your hands around my throat. I'm 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 going up the wall. I'm trying to come down the wall. I'm trying to get from under your your grip which you had, but he had a bigger grip. Wow. He knew that it would not psychologically score me. Why? Because I'm going to end up in Florida where I will learn about the seven mountains and understand for this reason, you must need it to go through where? Samaria. Wow. Bits and pieces of our lives are we must need go through Samaria. Why, Apostle Marilyn? Because when we get to Samaria, our answer is sitting
0: on the well. Wow. 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 That is so, so powerful. Powerful, powerful. Let's move on here. Let's move in. Let's identify some characteristics of domestic violence. This is going to be good here. Audience, you ready for the next phase? Are you guys ready for the next phase? We're going to give you guys some um, a list of um, characteristics of domestic violence. And some of these characteristics, um, Dr. Pamela Heels is going to relate to some of these characteristics of She's going to relate to what she have been through and what she have came through, um, that she have triumphant. Um, you know, i noticed noticed um, when it comes to different types of domestic violence, abuse, um, they, they put that word survivor out there. I don't want the word survivor. I'm going to say triumphant. Mm-hmm. Hey, triumphant right You try- it over, over what you went through. During your during this um, this 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 course of of being um, abused, but today I just want to give you guys some insights um, in the area of characteristics of domestic abuse. And again, Dr. Hill is going to relate to some of them. Here are some of the characteristics. Um, we are going to also discuss some of the characteristics on our next podcast. Um, our next pod, podcast as well. Characteristics of abuse, of domestic abuse. Um, the first one is physical abuse. Physical abuse does not always leave marks or, or cause permanent damage. And I believe um, Dr. Hill is going to also relate to this area as well, which is physical abuse. And I believe, um, from hearing part of her story, um, during her time when she was physically abused, whereas it did lead some serious damages, whereas that she had to go undergo um, surgery um, to repair and fix some of the damages. I'm going to put the mic into Doctor. Pamela Hill's hands, and she's going to relate to this area, which is physical abuse. Uh, physical abuse Physical abuse Audience
1: Imagine Just imagine you Coming home from work Working in the post office It's your birthday It's your birthday Wow 410 is my birthday I'm coming home from work My husband didn't work But let me Let me go back for a minute I was date rape Got pregnant Wow Back in the church Okay you, you, You're you pregnant You marry him They had to find him <laughs> my daddy found him. We found him, okay? We, 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 we got married. From the day we got married, he didn't want to marry me and I didn't want to marry him. I don't care what people think and what they say and what they saw. I'm a good actress. I'm an excellent actress when it comes to that because I know what domestic abuse feels like. Wow. I walked in my home with a girlfriend of mine and, and my older brother had sent me a record player. Yeah, we had record players back then, a record player. And and this man, this husband of mine was taking apart the, the record player. So my girlfriend looks at me because she knows. And she goes, I'm out. She leaves Mm -hmm. because I'm going to ask him, what are you doing? And I asked him, I said, "Um, what are you doing? My baby is about seven months old. She's in her crib. He's taking it apart. No, taking it apart. I said, why are you doing that? This man looked at me like he was a demon from hell. I knew. I knew. But when it comes like, you know, you can't prepare yourself for a physical fight. You really can't. You can blame. You you really can't because you don't know how he's going to swing, especially if you're not a swinger, especially if you're not a person who fights. I'm not a fighter. I'm not, I'll stand there, I won't let you kill me, kill me, but you know, I'm not a fighter. I'm not, I'm not. So he gets up and he hits me and I take the hit, you know, and I go, why are you doing this? But my mouth, my words, my words were coming so fast that they irritated him. I didn't know to be quiet or whatever. I needed to know why he was doing this. The, The first punch, it it, it, it it knocked me down. Apostle Marilyn and an audience, when you're down on the ground, you try to cover your head, this man kicked me in my face. Wow, wow. In my face, he kicked me. It was my birthday, my birthday. I had I had someone in the house with me. I won't reveal it, I won't reveal her. But he told this person, call her mother. Cause I'm a killer. I'm on the floor on the floor in a fetal position, hearing the words, I'm going to kill her. The person does, doesn't even ask him, why are you going to kill her or anything? The person says, I'm not going to call the mother. I'm screaming. He's beating. He's kicking me in my face, wow. Apostle Marilyn. Wow. You can feel, you can feel the bones in your face breaking, but there's nothing you can do. You can't wow. protect yourself. You can't do anything. He calls my mother and I'm screaming. My mother thinks it's my birthday. We want her to come over because they don't know I'm in an abusive relationship. Because what goes on in the house,
0: stays it stays in, in the, the house. house.
1: What goes on in the church, church, stays church, in stays the church. in the church. He sung on the choir with me. But anyway. What you say? On the choir. So next to me in the choir. <laughs> in the choir. Okay. In the choir. All right. Um, right. Um, um, I'm screaming. She realizes this is real. She says to him, take a walk. He takes a walk. My baby's in the in, in the crib screaming. The person that's in my house should have got my baby, but, but but it didn't. It allowed me to waddle in swelling mode. My mother got there and she looked at me. She cried. I cried. All I wanted was my baby. I couldn't talk. My face was broken, but I didn't know my face was broken. My God. My older my my foster brother came and took me to Howard. He was going to college. He took me and my baby to Howard. I stayed with him for about a week and a half. Okay. I might have been wearing 130 pounds before. I might have been wearing 98 pounds when I got back. My mother tricked me to go into the hospital. I went to the hospital. My little baby's in the little stroller. She's kicking her feet and she's just so cute. I can't talk. I'm thin. My face is crooked. It's hurting. Okay. So, another other words, your, the bones in your face was broken. Well, they were broken. Apostle Marilyn. they were broken. And you're a nurse, so you know. They were broken. My mother tricked me. I went to the hospital with her. The radiologist, they took x-rays of my face. He came out. With the with, with the the reports and everything in his hand. And a policeman. He said, Who did this to you? And I said, because well, 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 can't talk because my mouth is broken, right? I can't talk. He says, We have to we have to operate on you immediately. Wow. But not only immediately, but we gotta break the bones. Now I got beat and he broke the bones. Now the bones are healing wrong. So, so they, have to they have to re-break the bones. They have to re the bones. I have to be repositioned for a new level of pain. A new level of, I don't, he says, if we don't, you're going to be disfigured. Wow. They put me in the hospital. They, they, they fixed my face. They put me in a room with no marriage. No nothing. No nothing, no nothing. Apostle Marilyn.
0: I know what it is to be beaten. I know what it is to be beaten. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this, huh? This is me and um, Dr. Pamela Hills um, saying when we're together you punk pamper wearing demon. <laughs> <laughs> that is our word there. We got to put it out there. You punk pamper wearing demons. <laughs> because the Bible say you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Spiritual wickedness in the high places. You punk pamper wearing demons. And so that's, that's, Wow, it is what it is. Okay, let's move on here. We gotta, we're gonna go over these um, characteristics. We're gonna look like our time is winding down, but we will be coming back for another um, podcast in the area of unveiling, unveiling domestic violence in the Seven Mountain. And so we're going to prepare to close out with giving you all some characteristics of. Um, domestic violence so that you guys would know what it looks like whether it's in the um, the family mountain religious mountain you know in the religious mountains I'm gonna bring prophet' heel back Dr Hill back so that she can um, relate and give us more insight in the area of that religious church mountain whereas domestic violence is this is where it suffocate it hides. It hides in this mountain here, and we have the anointing to destroy these domestic violence, abuse, yokes, and strongholds. And so uh, we're back to our characteristics of domestic violence, stretching and stretching, biting, grabbing, spitting. These are characteristics of domestic violence, shoving and pushing i'm just going to move on okay um Mm -hmm, shoving and pushing slapping and punching and all of these characteristics i'm going to be bringing dr hill back um for a um another episode of for this assignment um to speak into these relate to these characteristics Throwing objects to hurt, or uh, to hurt, to hurt someone or hurt yourself. Attacking or threatened to attack with a weapon. Um, any threats or actual attempts um, to kill. Emotional psychological abuse, and more choking, calling each other by names. It just goes on. The list just goes on. We're going to get ready to get up out of here. Our time is winding down. I would like to say to our audience, thank you for tuning in, listening in with us in the area of unveiling, unveiling domestic violence in the Seven mountain. I believe that this podcast has been a blessing to your spirit. Um, we will come back and do some prayer, but I'll let Dr. Hill close out with a quick prayer as well. Um, let me just close out with um, with um, how you can contact Dr. Pamela Hill um, how you can get her on your, you know, book her to come out and speak in your church as an advocate of domestic violence. She's, I'm going to put the mic back in her hand. She's going to just give you guys some, some information, how to reach out to her, how to connect with her. Um, and don't forget, she's going to also give you her cash app. Be supportive, support the work that she's doing. Amen. She is an advocate for domestic violence. Amen. She's, a great, a, a, not just an advocate, she's an anointed advocate. So, um Dr. Hill, I'm going to put the mic back into your hands, give our audience some information about you, how to reach you, your website information, cap, cash out information, and how to book you um, to come in and speak in reference to domestic violence.
1: Again, Apostle Marlon, I say thank you. My contact number is 1- 813 480 6501. That's my cell number. You can contact me with that number. Slow it down for a minute. Okay, go ahead. My uh, phone number is 813 480 6501. The website is psalm27foundationinc.org. Cash app, Pam Hill7.
0: That's your Cash App? Mm-hmm. Oh. Pam Hills, oh, um oh, your oh, Cash App.
1: It's it's um, what? Speak that money in there. <laughs> Speak it in okay, there. Okay, okay. Dollar sign, Pam Hill, the number seven. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. We also deal deal with Zelle, Zelle, Zelle and PayPal. PayPal is um, oh
0: well, you put my name in it, it'll, it'll show up. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I believe that you all have been blessed by this podcast. Um, unveiling, unveiling domestic violence in the Seven Mountain. Again, I am Apostle Marilyn Robert. I am the host of Seven Mountains Kingdom Voice podcast as well as seven mountains kingdom voice i'm the host and founder thank you for tuning in with us um you guys guess what enjoy the rest of your day have a good day god bless god bless